0: Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Boost Podcast, because you just can't talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Boost Labs Podcast. I'm Rosh Sillers, your host, as we discuss YouTube. And in this podcast, we're talking about trying to figure out what our topic is going to be. What channel are we going to create as a creator? And that's something that I have certainly struggled with as I've developed various channels and supported my clients' channels. I gotta be honest, sometimes it's a lot easier to help clients grow their channels because you can be a little more straightforward. You may know all the different things that you have a passion about, all the things you can discuss, all the different topics that you can create a video on. But when you're working with a client, it's a little different. You can say, look, here's your specialty, and if you want to grow, you need to focus, especially in the beginning. It's a lot harder to convince yourself of that fact, and I am certainly here to tell you that is the truth. Uh, But it is the case. You need to sit back and think about what is something that you are passionate about, and not the passion of the moment. The passion of the moment isn't going to do it. It's something that you know that you can dive into for the long haul. When I created my Pricing for Photographers channel, it grew quickly. It was all about pricing for photographers. And I eventually stopped and went back to my more general business and marketing channel because that's where I found fulfillment. Again, as many of you who've listened to this show know, I've gone back. I have three channels now that I'm developing, and i kind of gone back to the, the pricing channel and just broadened it out for photographers. So it is focused, and it does grow a lot easier. And hey, those of you who are hearing birds and different sounds in the background, if you do, that's because I am on location in Montana right now, and uh, I'm outside on the back porch recording this, so um, that that would be where all that is coming from. So thinking about how you're gonna go about developing your channel, do you have to do this one thing forever? No. Now, your audience will tell you how far, what your latitude will be over time, but you need to focus down in the beginning and make one video that leads to another on topics that are related to each other. And it doesn't matter what type of video you create. Now, there are family vlogging channels, there are uh, home restoration channels, there are crafts channels that dig into many different areas, but if you can go from one video And and connect the two in a way that if one person watches one video, they're going to want to watch another video, it'll be a lot easier. So, you do need to narrow down that far. And there may be some other topics you want to address down the road, but you're going to have to wait a while. You're going to have to get that momentum going. And then, once that momentum is going and you have an audience commenting and liking your videos and watching your videos, then you can look into the analytics and see are people watching all of your video, how much of your video are they watching. And you can make decisions off of that data. But the comments alone will let people, will let you know what people are thinking, what your audience is thinking. But if you're not receiving any comments on a new video, or no, very few likes, and people aren't watching the whole video, then you know you're going a little bit off track. But you can always test those limits down the road, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. In all sincerity, I think you need to test those limits because if you don't, you're going to burn out. However, the one thing that will help you burn out a lot quicker is doing a lot of work, creating a lot of videos and not seeing any traction. That's gonna burn you out a lot quicker than doing the same type of video over and over. But as I mentioned, once you get that traction, you can start to test those limits. And I encourage you to do so. Test the limits because you know that you will eventually come to a point where you feel like I've covered this so many times. Can I just keep going? Is it worth it? And you don't want that. However, when you dig down deep, you just might start to find some roots. Some variations on that theme that you have created. Some variations that you may not have thought of before when you start to break out a specific idea. When I talked about photography pricing, it's like, wow, okay, photography, there's a niche, and then narrowed it down, not just business, but the pricing of photography. What else could I talk about? Well, I start off with obviously the basics of how you set up the the cost of doing business and how you create your prices and, and all that's involved with that. However, once I got through the first 10 videos talking about pricing and all the different angles about pricing, I realized I could dig even deeper and even focus on specific aspects such as, well, how much do models cost and what are all the ways you can break out that topic alone? And how can you invoice and how can you follow up with invoicing when people are not paying you or should you get a deposit? I mean, there's so many things I could start to break out as I dove deeper. And I bet you'll be able to do the same thing, too. And actually, that adds a level of excitement. When you dig deeper, believe me, you know, the channels, think about it, especially the educational channels. And I, I speak a lot from that perspective because those are mostly the types of videos that I create. Yet when I take a look at the types of videos that I like to watch, it's it's really the videos in which people dig deep into the topic. And those are the ones that I appreciate versus the Videos in which people kind of gloss over stuff that it seems like everybody kind of knows. But you know, those videos are necessary because there are people who are looking for the basic information. But that is not what that's not where you can stay. You have to start to dig deeper. And again, that process of digging can light a flame under you, especially when you find something new, something that. People who enjoy the niche and the topic that you're talking about may not have information on. Maybe there is something new out there. Maybe you're using Google Alerts to keep track of the newest press releases or announcements and news in your industry. And you find something that you can create a video on that can put you in the front and get people excited about the topic, about your channel. Get to be the front runner in that game of riding the trend. In all sincerity, it's often a trend that helps to break a channel out. I've seen a number of channels, friends of mine, that have gotten that just good break. They jumped on a trend. They were doing about as well as everybody else starting out. But then they, they hooked on a trend. They got there first, and they had a good quality video. And it took them to another level, and then from there, building off of that video and that trend, allowed them to get that snowball rolling, because quite often I see YouTube grow, and it always grows at a snowball kind of a pace. You know, if you think about it, if somebody is growing at five percent a month, if they have a hundred subscribers, then that means you have got five new subscribers that month. And if you're looking for a new subscriber every day, that's kind of painful, especially in the beginning. But that's a growth of 5% a month. But if you have 100,000 subscribers and are growing 5% a month, that's 5,000 new subscribers. So you can see that some people just grow at that pace. But what level is that growth at? and and it's usually those trends that get people in a higher gear rather than growing at 2 3 5% a month they start to grow at 10% a month in terms of subscribers and viewers or 20% a month and it really does work that way and quite often it's a trend that breaks them out from the 5% growth a month to the 10% growth a month now they may have a big hit where they grow fifty percent that month because of their breakout video and when it pulls back down they don't necessarily always go back down to the five percent but you have to do the right things you have to make sure you're following up with that video to keep the momentum going and you can keep that higher level of a ten percent or twenty percent growth and that's the neat thing about this, is that growth is compounded. If you're familiar with compound interest, it's just like that, and except, you know, not 20% a year, it's 20% a month. Compound, that means you're doubling in size at 20%. That means you're doubling in size about every three to four months. If you're growing at 10%, that means you're doubling in size every seven to eight months. And it's very possible that your channel will hit a peak and then slow down and That's why you need to have a topic that you will appreciate over the long term, because a lot of us, if we're just doing something for the numbers, if we're creating for the numbers, we're not gonna be able to handle it when our channel pops and then comes back down. And maybe it never recovers to that high level of that excitement of having that viral video. And I'm not necessarily saying you want a huge viral video, but you do want a video that can take you a few steps above from where you are right now. And possibly you can use the visual suggestion ladder, which is a video I have on my site. I'll probably do a podcast on the visual suggestion ladder down the road. And it's a way to drive more traffic to your new videos, especially if you have a video... That gets a lot of views every single month. It maybe went viral or it's just over time gained a lot of momentum. And I have some videos like that. I have a video with about 70,000 views and adds a lot of viewers to my cha- one of my channels every single month. And I use that as part of my visual suggestion ladder, which is a playlist technique. And playlists are very important. And playlists are an important part of growing your channel. However, if you've not selected a topic that allows you to send traffic from one video to another in the visual suggestion ladder scenario or just within a playlist, then that viral hit isn't gonna do your channel as a whole a great deal of good, especially in terms of longevity. I'm sure you've heard about creators who have created a video that was kind of a little off topic but then it went viral. It was a good video. Maybe they caught a trend on something and they thought they'd take a chance and it went really well, but the rest of their channel is not about the same thing. And I've seen that many times. And that creator complains about it because, well, they can't really use that traffic. Yes, it grows the channel and they get subscribers, but a lot of those subscribers are looking for more of that single piece of content. And that's why you need to sit back and think, okay, if this happens, well, will that this video that I'm putting up, maybe it's a little bit off topic as we talked about, we were testing the boundaries. Will I be able to send that traffic to other videos in my archive to support the channel? And if the answer's no, then maybe you switch the channel if you get a big hit if it's something you like or take that video and put it on another channel. Now, just because it was a viral hit on one channel does not mean when you move it to the other channel it's going to continue that growth if it's educational you know it has a nice slow growth ramp quite often and i have done this taking one educational video and sent it over to another channel you know sometimes you're going to lose some of that base but it will grow in many cases not always you can never guarantee that because sometimes a A video hitting is just the right place at the right time, the right people seeing it at the right time. All that is is part of it. But it can happen. Or you keep that video on that one channel and then start another channel based off of that hit video. That could be another way to go about it. Maybe you can put something in the comments or in the description to tell people, hey, there is a whole channel dedicated to this topic over here and you could do that in the cards and so forth so that might be your other option but no matter what it is difficult and there are some very difficult choices to consider when you have a video that goes viral and is not part of your chosen topic and that's why it's important to really just look at your channel in the beginning as a big playlist as we've discussed before and stay on topic especially in the beginning branch out later and if you do have some crazy idea then maybe put it on another channel maybe you start to develop a passion for something else create another channel and see if you can get some momentum out of that topic yes it's starting alone but sometimes starting alone with a new topic Kind of brings us back to reality, humbles ourselves into, especially if we've had success, kind of humbles us into the true struggles of a small YouTube creator. Yes, my friend, the struggle is real. And believe me, I've seen people who have excellent growing YouTube channels try other channels and totally fail. They found a channel that they have good passion and do a good job with, and then they tried another channel thinking, hey, this is easy, and they didn't get anywhere. Even though they had another channel that had a subscriber base, but quite often that subscriber base is not as interested in the new topic. Now, if it's a topic that is a good spinoff, then okay, fine. However, if it's a completely different area, it really is a hollow initial push. You may get some followers from the other channel but the thing is, those subscribers, they really weren't interested. They were they were loyal to the creator and they went over to the other channel, maybe got them a hundred or a thousand subscribers early on. But after that, they didn't go back. And that is probably one of the most harmful things that can happen to a channel. It's kind of like buying subscribers. You've bought subscribers, people who've gone there, watched the first video, subscribed, and they never come back. It really has a similar effect, unless it's a totally personality-driven new channel. If you have a personality that carries over into the new channel, just a different topic, well, then maybe some of those subscribers will follow you over. So whether you're starting your channel or you're... Thinking about a second channel. Take some time to think it through. Think about what you're passionate about, something you would create videos even if nobody was watching and nobody subscribed. You just have such a good time. And believe me, you're still going to look at the statistics. We'll talk more about analytics and statistics in future shows, but you're going to look at them. You're going to look at Has anybody subscribed today? And maybe that's on the hour or the half hour. I mean, sometimes it can get that bad. I've been there. And you want to make sure that you're okay just uploading and letting it go. Hey, maybe check in to see if somebody commented, especially within that first few hours. Make sure you're there and comment to... The people who discover your video and actually take the time to comment, you need to appreciate them. It's very helpful, and they'll be more likely to subscribe down the road if they haven't already. But you do need to consider this a long-term project that you have signed up for. It's not a month-long project, three-month-long project. This is a multi-year project if you really want it to go somewhere. And hey, maybe you'll hit 1,000 subscribers in a year. Maybe you'll hit 10,000 subscribers in a year. There are people who hit 100,000 subscribers in a year. For most of us, I think 1,000 is a much more realistic goal, and a 1,000 is good. It took me longer than 1,000 for a couple of my channels, and that's okay. And in all sincerity, you need to be okay with it too. And if it does better than that, Then you can be super excited and thankful that you found your voice and community early on. It takes some people longer than others, and you don't honestly know if you're gonna hit the lotto (laughs) in the beginning or not. And again, if you think, hey, I'm gonna try it for a month and see what happens, don't even bother. Don't even bother. Pick a topic that you are going to be happy about producing and creating videos for for at least a year, if not two years. And yes, it's okay to reevaluate each quarter to see if you are making your goals. But you have to remember, I like to look at it this way. 1,000 is a big mark. That is somewhere that you really want to be. But once you hit 1,000, it's a wide open road. It's a wide open road of who the heck knows how far you're going to get Just enjoy the ride and know you're moving forward. You have at least a 1,000 people who've said yes to you and your videos, and you should be proud of that. And if you hit 10,000, that's fine. You may never make it to 100,000. You most certainly very well may not make it to a million. Yet if you pick the right topic, you're going to last a lot longer, and you're going to be satisfied just by uploading your videos, videos you enjoy creating, each upload once a week, twice a week, three times a week, daily, whatever it may be. You just enjoy creating and uploading. And if you're doing that, your chances of success are so much greater. One, because as we talked about, you narrow down and found a good, solid niche that you can own or almost own. And if you don't totally own it, find the other few people who are doing the same type of thing and collaborate with them and start to grow your channels together. It's a lot easier, especially if you're all around the same size, going after the same goals, and you'll be able to last a lot longer because you have picked a topic that you love and you have picked a topic that can earn an audience no matter how slow or fast over time. We'll talk to you in the next show.